From the movie house to your widescreen at home, Radio 111's going to the cinema and the streaming services on Flicks and Picks with Brian Mendoza. So grab your popcorn and beverage of choice and step into our screening room for our weekly forum on film. Now, here's Brian. All right, this final couple episodes of The Last of Us, love them. I really did. I actually was talking to someone about how The Last of Us episodes six through nine were actually really good. And I'm really happy to say that if you haven't seen the rest of the show, you got to watch it. It I think it has a great ending. Genuinely would love to see how they're going to adapt part two, but I'm going to get a couple things out of the way before we continue with this appreciation of the final couple episodes. If you haven't seen the rest of the series, go see it before listening to this review. I do think it is worth your time. I definitely think it's great human drama and the performances are amazing. So definitely go check it out. I I honestly don't know what else to say other than to encourage you to go finish the season if you haven't finished it. So go. And then we can come back and talk about a few things. This is one of those things where The Last of Us the finale of sorts is not necessarily a setup for part two, but I do want to say that season two, there's some things that I'm excited for in season two that are not going to be addressed here because I don't want to spoil part two. So if you've never played the video game and you're somebody that's interested in playing it, I don't want to spoil that for you, but I also don't want to spoil season two for you. It's like House of the Dragon. I could tell you how it ends. I could tell you how Last of Us in the story itself ends right now because I don't know if they'll make a part three. Maybe one day they will, but I just don't feel like doing that for people who aren't going to go and you know, play the game. I understand video games are not always accessible to some people. Some people just never grew up with video games, so they're kind of off. Put. They don't know the mechanics of it. And part two is definitely a gamer's game. This is a type of game where if you are a video gamer, you have a better chance at playing it than people who haven't played too many video games. So let me go ahead and say that Last of Us right now is been criticized it's been criticized and i don't think it's a very valid criticism because i think it's kind of silly for not featuring quote unquote enough zombies i honestly am not interested in hearing that critique i'm not because those critiques quite honestly come from people who never understood the zombie genre they always think oh it's just a bunch of monsters attacking and that's it but zombies have always reflected things in media. They have never been the monsters themselves. So if you were to see like Dawn of the Dead, you would see it's a it's literally commercialism as monsters. Or you'll see like Night of the Living Dead and you see like the discussions on race and gender that are in those works. There is a lot more there in terms of how the zombies are represented, including even Game of Thrones, where some people saw them as an allegory for climate change. I think it is. But because the ending was so bad, it, it just didn't work. It just didn't work the way it should have. And Walking Dead at first felt like it was just a commentary on how civilization is so fickle sometimes. But then it became less and less interested in that. And it became more and more interested in just bad storylines and bad twists. Especially with the human characters. Where the human characters are the real villains of the bunch. But I think The Walking Dead 
suffers from just a lot of bad twists and a bat a lot of like i'll just say it this way a lot of moments that prevent it from being one of the great tv shows i think a lot of people thought that pilot was really great and some people have watched it and you know i think people stuck around because that first episode of the walking dead is just so well done it's like the first episode of lost that promise that pilot promise is going to stick with you and so you're going to keep on watching it's kind of like this show the last of us but i think the last of us actually in my opinion at least proves that um well not proves but it definitely is not a show that just has a pilot promise you know it does not just have a promise in its pilot to be that good but its third and later episodes and even episode nine are just as amazing as the first episode so i definitely think this is a series where i think people are gonna like it if they just stick with it and i'm hoping they do stick with it but the last of us has never been a show that i think is just about zombies i think that is honestly the worst kind of take you can have on it and if you really really want to see zombies and you're waiting for season two and season three to bring them in i am going to have to tell you to bounce right now if you do not if you do not want to watch the show for human drama do not watch it for like actual you know character growth and character development and in my opinion taking big risks with your story then i would just bounce your part two is especially not interested in zombies part two is definitely more interested in a character losing their humanity to grief and anger and violence more so than it is about ellie losing her humanity to the virus so i definitely think that if this is your stopping point feel free to stop if you don't if you want to see more zombies because the series itself has already the ending of the show establishes the real conflict which will be between ellie and joel and the trauma that happens after the fireflies try to essentially again spoiler alert kill ellie for a possible cure and a cure that may not be guaranteed now joel's one of those characters that always fascinated me in the video game because he is i think he's a little bit nicer in the video game in the tv show because it's a TV adaptation, they have to play up things a little bit differently. And one of the things I really noticed that they play up in the television series is the fact that Joel really misses his daughter, Sarah, and ultimately sees Ellie as a replacement for Sarah and does not see her as her own individual person that can be loved on her own terms, but something that, you know, essentially can replace Sarah, his daughter. And I think that Joel is a really complex and morally great character. Of course he wants to save the world. Of course he wants a better place for Ellie and essentially a better place for Sarah to live in. But because he loves Ellie so much and because he's developed this connection to Ellie that may or may not turn out to be very positive later, then of course Joel is going to make a lot of decisions that may or may not be good ones. What I like about the decision that he makes at the end to kill all the doctors and the fireflies in order to, you know, essentially keep Ellie alive. So for those of you, for recap, Ellie and Joel do eventually get to the hospital. And so Ellie is put under like I'm put on un- uh, put under basically. And she's 
going to be prepped for surgery and the fireflies essentially have to kill Ellie off in order to use like these things in her brain the um her brain essentially to develop a cure now the thing about it is that it's revealed earlier in the episode that Ellie's immunity to the virus essentially comes from her mother I think from my understanding is that her mother gives birth to her and she is infected she is infected and gives birth to ellie and so the virus doesn't affect ellie because it essentially tricks the virus into thinking it's already infected so what they want to do is house you know house the chemicals in her brain in order to make a cure and joel and joel is very angry about this and he does not think that Ellie should die for a cure. And so he kills off the doctors and the fireflies, including Marlene, who Marlene herself loves Ellie, but in a different way from Joel. I think she loves Ellie because she feels obligated to love her because her mother was her best friend. Anna, Anna, by the way, is played by Ashley Johnson, who played Ellie in the original video game. So if you heard the voice and you're like, hey, why does this, why does she sound so similar? It's because that's the performance that Bella Ramsey is essentially modeling herself a little bit after. But still, Bella Ramsey is just doing great by herself. And I think that what Joel's decision, I, I don't want to answer it as he did nothing wrong. But I also don't want to answer it as he did everything right or he did nothing right. I really think this is a case of, yeah, I really don't think Ellie... W- if Ellie had died, I don't think they would have found a cure. For sure, that's not going to happen. I doubt it would have happened because I think the doctors essentially created a situation where they just didn't have really the science for it. They really didn't. And you can tell those doctors were making a hasty decision without really thinking it through and they were really shady too because they never talked to ellie about her own decision if ellie had said yes i want to you know please use my body for to find a cure and that's what it is and the thing about it is that ellie's infection or at least her immunity is possibly a very unique one to just her i think that the idea is that people are going to have to get essentially i think in the future if pregnant people get infected their children become immune to it or and even then that's not even a guarantee ellie can just literally be a case where that strain of the virus stayed in her body and later became antibodies it is a very complex way in which viruses and science can work not everyone's going to be immune And so her immune system got adjusted to it, and it's not something that can give everybody a cure. So essentially, Joel did not doom humanity, but Joel didn't even try to think about saving it either. He didn't even take it. I think for me, what frustrates me about Joel's decision, and I think what really is complicated, is that he takes away the idea that Ellie could have a choice. Marlene does say that Ellie could have a choice in deciding where they can go because ellie yeah you're right ellie has that choice ellie could choose to die in order to provide that cure and then if it doesn't work at least it was ellie's choice at least ellie made the choice and that's fine and so at the end of the story joel knows this and i'm not saying there's nothing wrong with saving ellie in fact 
I am glad that he saved Ellie, but I'm also kind of like, well, I would have loved for Ellie to have had that choice of where she wanted to go. Did she want to die or did she want to go back home? And so at the end, when Joel essentially lies to Ellie about what happened, saying, oh, there was no cure, and then they got raided, and then, and then you know, everything turned out that everything I'm saying is true, and Ellie just accepts it. I don't think Ellie fully accepts it. Obviously, she doesn't. I, if you've seen part two, she obviously does not accept this lie, but she has to take it in because she doesn't want to think about the alternative. She doesn't want to think, well, the alternative is worse. I can't imagine Joel doing all this and for what? And so essentially Joel and Ellie will have to live out their lives with this uncertainty about the truth of what happened between the fireflies and them. Ellie's journey and Ellie's purpose essentially is taken away from her. And there's this one moment where Ellie says, all this trouble and for what? I, it's going to be worth, you know, saving humanity. And then she doesn't get to do it. And so Ellie feels like her purpose was robbed at the end. And that's a lot to deal with. And I'm so happy that the series is, uh, got renewed because part two does do a good job of dealing with that trauma. And so I'm excited to see where they're going to go. Um, I do want to say a few things regarding the series in terms of performances. This entire series has had a lot of great performances and the real highlights, in my opinion, are not just Paul, uh, Pedro Pascal, who does an amazing job as Joel and he gives Joel a real, I'm, I'm going to, I'll say it this way. He gives Joel like this presence and this subtlety where, you know, he is someone who is not the most mentally stable, and that he's quite capable of murder, but you still see him as someone you that is protective and you still see him as a very complex person. He protects and loves Ellie, but he's obviously not very mentally stable. And I think that's a great way of having that character written. And I'm glad that Pedro Pesco has had, he's always been that great of an actor. And I'm glad Pedro Pesco is able to give us that rich depiction of Joel. Bella Ramsey is amazing as Ellie, I think that she definitely is going to go on to do big things and she's going to definitely have to take the lead in part two because in part two, Joel does not play as big of a part, but Ellie has a bigger part because she's grown up. So she's a bit more independent. And so I am excited to see where Bella Ramsey is going to go with Ellie and she's going to be the talk. She's going to be the real subject of discourse next time. And some folks are saying to me, really? Like, what about Pedro Pascal? Well, he is. People are going to talk about Pedro Pascal, of course. But Bella Ramsey's character gets a big boost in terms of the lead in the second installment. And in terms of other performances, Nico Parker as Sarah was... She was lovely. I loved her. She really made me care for Sarah for the one episode that she was in. And I love these scenes where she's just curious and... And, and there's something there about her where she, her niceness and her kindness makes her such a real person, but that you understand why Joel has this idealized version of Sarah in her head, in his head, that he can essentially replace Ellie with. And so I can see certain ways in which Sarah can still live on in Joel's mind. Another great performance is Anna Trove. 
she plays um, Joel's girlfriend in the first couple episodes, and I loved her. I th- I was really remiss to see her go, but I'm excited to see where this actress goes. And then the real highlight of the series is that third episode with Nick Offerman and Mari Bartlett as Frank and Bill. That episode is one of the great episodes of TV, and people are going to remember that episode. And I hope they remember that episode when we get to part two, because part two has more LGBT characters. One of the most controversial things about part two, and I'm going to say this to those of you who are not, I, I, I hate to bring up video game drama because it is this video game drama is so, so problematic. So for those of you who don't know, one of the reasons why the Bill and Frank episode is so controversial with conservatives, even though they have no business watching this series and going around bashing one of the great episodes of TV, they really don't have media literacy skills. Conservatives like um, Ben Shapiro, and some people may say, well, you're on a movie show, why are you bashing them? Well, I'm bashing them, honestly, because they just go around bashing things that are quote-unquote woke or quote-unquote filled with people of color and queer folks. It's not real criticism, it's insincere, and I don't like the fact that when I type in Um, Last of Us reviews because I do want to listen to what other people have to say. I don't believe in being in a monolith, but I also don't believe in bad faith criticism where someone tells me that an episode of TV is bad because it's quote unquote woke. That's not a real criticism and that's genuinely filled with so much racism and homophobia and transphobia, which we will see in Last of Us Part 2. We will see transphobia come about in the discourse because they have a trans character and that's in that sequel. And I'm I am just not excited to see how part two is going to be received because part two had a great story, great storyline, but the people who genuinely, who genuinely loved it are constantly attacked by people who hate that episode, that the, the third episode and the second video game, because they think that it promotes a queer agenda, which is ridiculous to say the least. Um, the thing about the Bill and Frank episode is that it is, uh, expansion on a queer on the queer codedness of Bill and uh, Bill and Frank's relationship in the video game. It was always explicitly queer. It was always explicitly queer. Queer. The truck scene was the same in the video game. That was a men's magazine. So it wasn't like obscure, and there was a real emotion behind Bill and Frank's like tumultuous relationship in the video game except in the tv show they decided to make it a positive relationship and one that is sincere and sweet so i definitely will say that i think this episode will be the one that will get some emmys i think best guest actor will be i feel so bad because both actors are so good and they're gonna get best guest actor nominations and a lot and because those nominations are not and because those awards are not typically aired, you won't get to see them. So keep an eye out and see if they get nominated. And those are definitely like the highlights. And then I will say that there's also Storm Reed, who, in my opinion, did a really great job as Ellie's former best friend slash first love. I loved her. I really will say that Riley is another great character and so left behind is another episode like part um like part like the third episode where we focus on a queer love story in the in tumultuous post-apocalyptic times 
and it's young love instead and it's so tragic and beautiful and i just find myself like utterly you know heartbroken by these episodes so i i definitely recommend part three and part seven for heartbreaking episodes and then henry and sam played by lamar johnson and cambrian Mon- uh woodward they're both just wonderful performers everybody on this show is great honestly i even gabriel luna as tommy is just solid um i guess if anything i would say that this is a show that's definitely improved by its cast it's definitely a show that is carried by its cast and i'm excited to say that I'm really, really excited to see where they're going to go with the part two casting because Abby is one of those characters that a lot of people have opinions about. And so I'm excited to see what they're going to do with the casting. The casting's been very top notch on the series. So I do want to address again part two. So for those of you who are going to enter the discourse and you already are in the discourse if you're listening to this, part two of the video game is controversial because... A lot of fans didn't. A lot of fans who are in good faith criticism love the gameplay and they they adore the stuff that's technical about the actual game. But there's a lot of controversy by I'm gonna say a lot of right wing folks and a lot of really bad faith criticism critiquers. I will say of only seeing this game as woke or or something because. Abby is given a big role in the second part. Abby is a character that shows up in part two and she becomes one of the other protagonists. And so the show and so the show does feature a lot of great women. And so part two is going to be even more have more women as the focus. And the thing about it is that fans of the fans of the game didn't like a certain decision that was made in regards to certain characters and a lot of fans were just disappointed by that but the ones that are really giving bad faith critiquers just hate the fact that two women are essentially the leads of the second game and that ellie finally gets into a relationship with another woman and that there's a trans character so i will say this you're going to see a lot of homophobia and transphobia to look forward to which i am not looking forward to at all when it comes to the part two or season two airing or the discourse because you're not going to avoid that and it's disappointing it really is because you would think that well maybe these fans are just disappointed because something happened no a lot of those fans are just not are have bigoted ideas and just overall not a good thing i'll say it i just i don't know i part two i'm excited to see adapt because i think again it has a great story but i don't want to see these people giving criticism to it and especially the same bad criticism that they gave many years ago when the second part came out overall i think last of us is going to be brave enough to not listen to those people and continue to feature that great representation that it's already doing Last of Us is a story primarily about literally the last of us, like the last, like that's in the title. It's not about zombies. It's about people trying to live out their lives in a post-apocalyptic world, trying their absolute best and 
trying to reconcile with the trauma of living in this world or in some cases like ellie and joel trying to find some happiness in it even if it comes at the at even if it compromises the other person or even if it compromises their integrity or something greater than themselves it is a great show and you should definitely check it out i'm excited for part two and i'm especially excited to see where they're going to go but i understand that if that when it comes that i am going to be seeing a lot a lot of bad things coming out from the critic circle so hey so definitely my recommendation is that you watch season one and that if you really like season one play the video game and then play the second video game if you can but if not just maybe just go and watch succession because Succession's great too so i'm excited to say that i'm really happy with the first season of last of us i'm excited to see how they're going to adapt part two there's a good chance they might adapt into multiple seasons we'll just have to see but overall Last of Us is a really exciting TV show that really touches your heart and like breaks it too. And it's like a really great and riveting drama about the human experience during the worst, the worst of times and the brilliance of human endurance during, during it as well. And trying to find the best of times in the worst of times. Go watch the Bill and Frank episode if you're going to only watch one episode of the series. That is one of the great episodes of TV. A masterpiece magnum opus last of us four out of four stars i loved it go check it out you're listening to flicks and picks let's see what else we can watch stay tuned